that started a little weird. This is Zenial Mom Podcast, episode 23. I am Amy. And I'm Carrie. And yeah, something with, it, it started on beat two instead of beat one. That threw me off. I'm like, what? What just happened here? I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be okay. Maybe Scott will forgive us for missing beat one. <laughs> I hope, I, you know, Scott Holmes, if you are listening, we yes. hope you had a very good Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, yes. Ugh. Valentine. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that later. First of all, we've been hi- on hiatus for a couple weeks. We've had Which a lot going sorry. on. Yeah, we're sorry. We missed y'all. Well, really, the biggest thing, I think, preventing us. And it's been nothing serious, but it's just that winter crud going around. None of us have yeah. had influenza or... Knock on wood. Knocking, knock on knock, wood. Knocking on wood. Okay. No measles or whooping cough. Thank goodness. Yeah. But just crud. There's been like a couple cold, colds. Yeah. yeah. There's, you know. And it's wacky ones, too. Here it was a weird viral thing going around my daughter's elementary school. Like, mm-hmm. the kids didn't have it. My daughter didn't catch it, but a lot of kids did. Nobody, I don't think they got positive flu diagnosis, but it was mm-hmm. like a viral thing that they had flu-like symptoms for, like, oh, a week. Oh, weird. I know for me, and it was just very concerning until I heard other people had it, I got a very serious sinus headache almost a migraine that just would not release and I was thinking oh my gosh what's going on do I have a sinus infection and then I started hearing from other people that they had the same thing and we're talking lasting a couple of weeks where ibuprofen did not really touch it and I think it was coming on the last night we broadcast actually um, yeah, I do remember that I had like a dizzy spell and then I just had a migraine that just would not cease for a couple weeks I had to see my massage therapist I had to see my alternative health medicine person who did pressure points finally got it to release but I've heard that it's going around yeah it's just winter it's winter is that time of year February both... and Maine yep both girls have had Which colds I will tell you about funny thing about February oh Today, the past two days have been colder than usual. Yeah. But February is like, you know, in December and January, the sun sets at like 4 or 5 p.m. Now it's starting to stay light. Yes, at 5. Li- like, it'll be 5 o'clock. It's My daughter awesome. and I will leave gymnastics in the sun. It'll still be kind of light out. It, it's the light at the end of the tunnel, it's, Carrie. It's that time of winter that you know... <laughs> You know, you wake up in the morning, you can hear different birds kind of coming back. Yeah. The funny thing about me in February, though, not not yesterday and today, not when it's single digits and teens. Right. But pretty much anything over 20, I'm like, I'm going to wear a sweatshirt. I'm done wearing a winter coat. I'm I'm just over winter coat. You are brave. A sweatshirt. Well, I mean, not if I'm going to be out for an extended period of time. Tomorrow we're going snow tubing with our Girl Scouts. And it's going to cool. be warm, but I'm going to dress appropriately because it's going to be an extended period yeah. of time. But well, if I'm just running to the car and dropping her off. Oh and... my gosh, no. Bundle me up. Start the car. Warm it up in advance. Oh, I, I do that. On. I do that. <laughs> but I just want to wear my sweatshirt. It's like my brain just thinks, I'm done. I'm done with winter coats. Well, this morning, it was brutally cold negative digits and i was in in my bed fahrenheit because yeah fahrenheit yep i was in my bed i had bedspread on i had the sub-zero sleeping bag unzipped on top of me and i was texting you and our friend amy with two dogs and i did not want to get out of bed because we were we were meeting for breakfast which we'll get into yes and um our belated galentine's and it was so cold. I finally got the I got out of bed. Yeah, I and I messaged you. Like, I'm at swim with my daughter. I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to get going. And I was like, get out of bed. 
I had no sympathy. So I um I came over here. I turned on my little mini heater because the heat pumps obviously were, they're pretty good about n temperatures, but negative temperatures, it, it's really hard for the heat pump to produce enough heat. So I got the old fashioned thermometer that my mom keeps up here and I checked and sure enough, it was 58 degrees up here. And so I had, I brought over my clothes. I set each piece of clothing in front of my little space heater before I put everything on. You know what I, I what always baffles me is if outside was 58 degrees, we'd be like, it's so warm. Oh, and, no. But inside. No. no, I have to be cozy to get out of my cozy bed. And it was just not happening this morning. So I was late to breakfast by like 15 yeah, minutes or we so. Yeah, we were dragging getting. It's all good swim and then my daughter in the shower and then her hair combed and then there was a boy from her school so she was oh was, was she flirting no but just being social well there's nothing wrong with that and not getting dressed yeah. and it's like oh my gosh kid just get ready uh yeah moving kids along never easy and my daughter's a little miss social so getting her to move along to anything when there's somebody she knows mm -hmm. is yeah. It's very hard. I just have trouble getting my kids to get in and out of the car. Oh my gosh, I'm sure I've said this before. The bane of my existence is getting them from school at the end of the day or after school, wherever they are, and getting them in the house. It could be like negative 20 windshell, and they're just kind of meandering in. Oh my gosh, just it's cold. My I daughter, we have gymnastics at 4 o'clock. She gets off the bus around 3. I have to pretty much just start getting her like to... Yep. Go to the bathroom, get dressed, because she just takes forever. Yep. Runs around the house, and it's like we gotta get to gymnastics. There's no urgency, and I've I've read. And I I despise being late. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, you're dilly dallying, and then I'm going to be stressed because we're running late. Yep. That's perpetual state of being for me, and I. I am one of those arrive early people. I have not arrived early one time since I had kids, and it just is so stressful to me. Same here. Yeah. You guys will have to tell us on Facebook and Instagram, mm -hmm. Zenial Mom Podcast, on Twitter, Zenial Mom Pod, or email us old school at zenialmompodcast at gmail.com and tell us do you run late or uh -huh. are you early or on time? I kind of also want to know how you instill urgency in kids because I've without tried, giving them anxiety without giving them anxiety because I've tried um we uh, Justin has a countdown timer for them where he will you know the little dial and you can actually see the red shrinking 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 that didn't really work and so you know you bribe them okay if you get ready on time you can watch you know 10 minutes of your show or whatever that kind of works but how do you instill in them the sense of well, the problem is I try to say to her, if we're late, we're not going. But yeah. then that's never going to I know works. I'm not going to reinforce it. See, that's what I have trouble with is I try not to make threats that I will not follow up on. And I, I almost, almost have to let them be late and have the teacher or the coach be, hey, Joy, why are you late? You know? Um, and that's I still try to do moving. the positive when we do get ready and we're there at gymnastics early. I'll yeah. say, Maddie, I'm really happy that you got ready quick and were early. And she seems happy when she does that. The sure, whole but it thing. doesn't it doesn't continue, right? <laughs> I think we've been getting better. Okay, at getting there you to go. gymnastics not right at. Yeah, you know, I think we've been getting better. Mm -hmm. You know, she's she's popular there 
I've well, had that, I've had other cool. moms I'm like friend me on Facebook and I'm like who is that per- oh that's the person that really likes Maddie at gymnastics yeah oh that's my a- daughter's making me popular that's always hilarious when I have moms I had mom the other day um, when we were at Joyce first cheering competition oh hope and joy are just so hilarious they're such great kids and I'm like wow okay that that's awesome to hear first of all but my girls don't talk about their friends that much and I'm thinking. Are they weird? Why don't do I not hang out with my kids enough? Like what what's going on here? Why do I not have that same reciprocal feeling? Now some I could of the, be age, but Well, some of the girls are in Girl Scouts. So I will say I, I have gotten to know some of those girls better. And mm-hmm. um they're they're all pretty awesome in our troop. But it, it's just like, oh, I, I feel like I'm not doing something I should be doing. You know what I mean? See my daughter loves everybody. Even if, like, she doesn't recognize the way I say she's in your gymnastics class, she'll run up and then be like, oh, okay, and then go off and give the girl a hug. Yeah. Like, she's so, like, outgoing. That's why I think small town life agrees with her, because everybody just seems to know her. And she's really made a name for herself. And, I mean, That's I awesome. think that shows, you know, when she's selling Girl Scout cookies and mm-hmm. I kind of put on Facebook. And I realize some of the people could buy them from anybody. Yeah. And then they'll message me, and I think sweet. I, I give her credit for that. Yeah, because there are other moms on there selling their daughters Girl Scout cookies too. Right. But you know, it's like people choose to buy them from her. It is Girl Scout cookie time. Hey, our cookies are coming in this weekend. In fact, mine Woo-hoo. are coming in the twenty third. Oh wait, maybe it's next weekend. And then the booths. So if you're around Ellsworth, Maine, there'll probably be lots yes, of booths. I know Surrey's be. got a lot of booths, and I gotta sign my daughter up for some of them. So, if you missed us all, or your local Girl Scout, look for the booths. Yes, please, especially nationwide outside in the cold. Um, so it's funny because I told you. Yes. Um, the Northeast New York Council. There's two different bakeries. There's the Little Brownie Bakers and ABC Bakers. So yes. depending on where you are in the U.S., but it's not like this half of the country. It's kind of interspersed yeah i thought it was half and half so it's interspersed why is that i, I have no idea I but if it's north, by state or council. and there's some states that do more than one so it must be by council that's so weird um, but northeast new york does little brown maine council of maine does abc and um well i had another girl scout troop leader order some because she wanted to try them yes but even just another friend, one of my best friends ordered some from Maddie. Okay. And then she, I guess she bought some locally. And she goes, yours were way better. So that was. Really? That was kind of so cool. So which one do we have? We're ABC Baker. ABC Bakers. Okay. Well, you'll even see it on Facebook. Somebody will be like, I'm trying to buy Girl Scout cookies. I'm trying to buy a certain kind, but my person doesn't have it. That's why. Yeah. They have different names for them. The Samoas versus the Caramel Delights. But even like the s'mores are different. Ours in Maine really? are like covered in chocolate, mm-hmm. where others are like a sandwich cookie with chocolate. In I want to try that one. Did she? So she didn't like that one as much because I want to try that. I don't know which of. one she tried. Huh. Okay. Well, next year we'll have to order from my friend. That next ordered year, for me. yes, we're gonna do a taste testing. Her daughter testing. is a high school. She's in tenth grade. So okay. She has a couple more years, so we'll, so we'll order from her. Next year we'll order from her. We'll order. Rebecca, from our girls. if you're listening, we're gonna order. From we're gonna you next order year. next year. And then we're we're also gonna have we're to gonna do, try the ones that they don't have that we don't right. have. We also need to do the wine pairing. Yes, because I understand online somewhere is great wine pairings that go with all the girls. Yes, we were advertising them in our group. <laughs> That's awesome. There was also a news story. Um, 
where there was a troop and I mean I hope they were supervised but they were outside of a a store that has a certain substance that makes people gives people the munchies oh I'm so and they sold a ton of cookies Okay, I'm super surprised that was allowed by the council because they I don't know where it was. Where the girls are going to be selling? I don't know where it was. It wasn't a name. I bet they get in trouble, to be perfectly honest, because there there's some very strict standards on where the girls are allowed to sell them. And you know, up here we have a cookie lottery for what stores we can sell in front of. Oh, interesting. And it's all registered and uh, yeah, whole nine yards. Like Sounds complicated. I, I will vent about Walmart. So Walmart allows the girls to sell cookies in front of the store, but okay. they may not be in the store. Every year we have sold cookies. Okay, first of all, we're talking late February, and our Walmart locally is on top of a hill with no windbreak whatsoever, and the wind is howling past those doors at like 15 miles an hour. It's already negative temperatures. Our poor girls are starting to get frostbite. And we're not allowed inside the store. So it just is, you know, we'll try it. I know. It's like, I understand Walmart, but still, I mean, even the entryway, don't, don't, don't you feel bad for them? We had people coming up and throwing money at us saying, I don't want your cookies. You guys just look cold. Please take the money, get the girls packed up and leave. We're like, okay, thanks for the donation. Now are those called cookie, were those count as cookie shares? I <laughs> or is know. cookie shares only for when you're selling? I think that's only for when you're, you're pre-selling. But um, what's nice about donations is we keep 100% of it for the troop. We don't have to share that. Because each, here's, I love Girl Scouts, but I feel like they're a little bit top-heavy in administration. And hopefully I don't get myself in trouble by saying anything. But... The girls only get a very small portion of every cookie sale back to their troop. Interesting. A lot of it goes towards Girl Scouts of America, Girl Scouts of Maine, your local council to pay for all those positions that, you know, run the organization. So, and then of course, half of it goes to the bakery or whatever for making the cookies. Mm -hmm. So it's actually a very small portion actually gets back to the troops. Now, of course... The Girl Scout councils are doing their own activities and stuff, and there there does need to be some positions, of course, at corporate to mm-hmm. run the Girl Scouts and to operate the camps that are scattered throughout, you know, the, the state. But still, I'm like, okay, the girls are doing the work here. <laughs> oh, other tidbit. Northeast yeah. New York, the boxes are $5, and in Maine, they're 4 So the people that bought them from us and paid the shipping, I guess it all equals it out. It all equals out, yeah. There's only one cookie that's five dollars the the gluten-free gluten-free which are actually not bad i haven't had them but it's tricky because it's you can order them online you can order them online not really door-to-door those but but our troop bought like whatever we added up yeah the troop then bought them online would disperse oh, them. Oh, nice. See, but they said there was no guarantees. Like, yeah. my mother ordered some, and I said, well, if they come in, they come in. If they don't, they don't. Right. And I think um, when we go to do booth sales, we mm-hmm. can also order them as well. Yeah. So, yeah, but they're, they're but not bad. But that's just tricky because they offer them, but it's... Yeah, it's a little trickier. Oh, we got gluten-free, but then you look at the form, and they're not on the form. It's like, I, come it, on. It's, it's confusing and complicated. Yeah. And, so I know one of my friends does all the cookie like management for like adding it all up and it's a lot of work. I gave her the form and I, I on the bottom they had each column yeah. you can add up and I did it and then I was like oh I, I really hope everything she goes I, I I hope everything now she's also our PTCO president I'm her secretary so it's like just in my 
I was like, I'm trying to make your job easier. She goes, a lot of parents didn't even add it. Oh my gosh, bottom, I so. double checked my numbers to make sure it added up both columns properly. Are you kidding me? But I'm that parent. I'm also a co-troop leader, so I get it. Yeah, I'm not. Thank, well, I mean, I'm just a parent. I I consider myself an assistant troop leader because our troop leader does everything, all the meetings, all all the cookie sales, all that stuff. She does such a fantastic job. I do not know how she has the energy for it. Jennifer, we love you. (laughs) Okay, I, you know, speaking of which, I took my daughter up to the Maine Discovery Museum. Oh, yeah. Because the Girl Scouts of Maine were doing a robotics. A robotics, right? Okay, yeah. Which I could have done without. They pull out cockroaches to show the legs. What does that have to do with robots? I guess the way the legs work or something. Okay. And the woman at the museum says, now the first rule is you don't have to touch the animals. Just, but if you do, don't touch your mouth or your, your eyes. Uh, but they don't wash their hands after. And I'm like, uh, but luckily, luckily, my daughter really doesn't like bugs. So when she pulled it out, my daughter ran over to me. <laughs> it's like, I don't. I'd be like, okay, and now we're making a trip well, so to the bathroom. So much for my home. There's no cockroaches in Maine. They were big and ugly and gross and in captivity. Well, but they're like pet. I guess. Zoo cock. Do they have them there normally or did someone bring them in for this? I have no idea. They, they lived in a little container. Because I don't remember seeing that. No, they're not on discovery. display. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. Aren't there cases I don't think in the maybe. front room? Yeah, but I don't think they have cockroaches. Oh. They have like lizards and frogs. And, I don't remember that. Amphibians. Um. But the other question I was going to ask, which I saw this online. Now, none of her troop leaders seemed put off at all that we went. They were like, oh, that's nice you got to go, because I signed her yeah. up separately. Um, but I was reading online, because they didn't give a patch, and I had to follow up on that, because if she gets a patch, I want the patch. Of course. Because I'm an odd, like, competitive, not competitive, oh, I'm but... the same way. I want my girls to get their patches on their vests. Because <laughs> our troop, that we just had a ceremony for, like, ones they earned... The older girls earned over the summer and then this fall. Oh, and they so said they were a little behind. Fall too. Okay. Um, and then they'll do them again in the spring. So she got some patches, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, But I was like, I look online and some troops, it's very faux pas to earn a badge outside of your troop. What? Where other, I guess some Since parents. When? Uh, some troops, it's like very faux pas. Uh, where others no. are like, do whatever the heck you want. I mean, some are camping. At, like, the Camp Ponderosa and Camp, I forget what the other ones are, Maine. Pondicherry. Yeah, that is not, that's done outside your troop. You can go with your troop. I think some people say some people, like, do something with their kid and say, oh, I'm going to buy this badge. Oh, see, yeah, I can get that. I I understand that. Because I thought, well, my daughter went to an actual Girl Scout event. She went to an actual Girl Scout event, not, okay, we went to the Science Museum, now let me go find you a badge about it. Yeah, that's, that's different. And it wasn't like we didn't have a checklist, because I know there's some badges that, like, you can work towards and of do course. stuff and document. And yes, yes. Um, which, the winter one I started, I looked at it, it was way too late. I'm like, oh, I guess it was, it goes it from December year. 1st to March, and I'm like, there's no way I'll get all this done by then. Oh, I Because it was like 25 items that you have to do off the list for winter, for daisies. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shoot, we didn't push that in our trip this year. At any rate, next, there's always next year. There's always next year. She will get tomorrow when we go snow tubing. There will be a badge for cool. that. So well, that'll be fun. Put that on her. I'd order her a smaller daisy thing because I accidentally ordered her a large and she swims in it. Oh, I know that I there'll know. be one more year. So I, she, she, I hadn't put the badges on yet. Oh, good. So I just yeah. ripped off the few she had and put them on a, yep. a smaller one. I ordered a smaller one. I'm like, I'll use that bigger mock for like an art smock or something it's, yeah. it'll be fine 
Yeah. Oh, it's so much fun. I love Girl Scouts. I really do. It's fun. I think she gets good, just, you know, fun things to do with friends. And then I yeah. like the, the emphasis on science and technology. Yeah. I think yeah. we need it in this world because everybody thinks they're an expert. And yes. Yeah. You know, people so, don't understand how science works. So I know where you go with that. No, we're not. I'm <laughs> we're not, not delving into, into that. I'm not delving into that this episode. Just in general. I know you will sometime. It's okay, but it's not okay. this okay. So yesterday was Valentine's. Let's talk about the the, the better holiday. First. Okay, first comes because it comes on February thirteenth. February thirteenth. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Which. I agree with Leslie Nope that it's only the best day of the year. Only the best day of the year, yes. Only so, it was snowing here in Maine, and I didn't get my act right. together to, pr- to plan breakfast. And I didn't even think about it. So, okay, this is totally cool. I did not even realize this, because I've heard about Valentine's Day for several years now. Probably because on Facebook I say we did Valentine's well, yeah. brunch when I lived in Albany. Well, no, my... Um, other people. Where I work, um, my boss, actually, in the past, has done seminars for women on Valentine's Day. Huh. And so I didn't even think about the fact that this is a quote-unquote made-up holiday <laughs> made by a fictional character. So, Carrie, tell us the origins of Valentine's Day. I believe it's the 2010 episode, I think season two? I do not have this on here. Parks and It was a Parks and Rec episode where our fearless female leader, Leslie Nope. Um, has a breakfast for all her lady friends. Where Which is awesome. Leslie's an overachiever, so she makes like these very ambitious, handmade gifts for her <laughs> friends. Which is so funny. And they just tell funny stories. Yeah. Um, so that's how it all started. And I think they referenced it a few times throughout the series. But then it caught on. It kind of did. Because so I, I didn't see that many references on Facebook this year, but maybe I'm following oh, those Oh, no. I, I see a lot of references to it. So why... Why do you think it's become kind of widespread and popular? Okay, wait. I'll read I'll read off a Wikipedia. Okay, go, okay, go ahead. Galentine's Day is the 16th episode of the second season of the American comedy television series Parks and Recreation. Which was hilarious. And the 22nd overall episode of the series. An original, okay. Aired on ABC, on NBC in the United States on February 11, 2010. In the episode, Leslie and her boyfriend Justin seek to reunite Leslie's mother Marlene with her teenage flame. Okay, so that's more about the the episode. Oh, wait, cultural references. Let's read the cultural references. Okay, go for it. As I eat my belay dinner. Um, okay, at the dance, a senior citizen approaches Ron Swanson. He's like the, the hardcore libertarian who runs the office and oh, his goal is to eliminate the, the department. Yeah. As for an autograph from Duke Silver, this is this is a reference to the previous second season episode practice date. Okay, this isn't about Valentine's Day. Leslie referred to her Valentine's Day breakfast as Lilith Fair minus the angst plus and plus frittatas. <laughs> yes, a reference to the concert tour and traveling music musical festival. She also said the love story between Marley and Frank makes the 2004 romance film The Notebook look like. The 2008 horror film Saw V. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it goes on about other references. So, it, it 
it's kind of funny because I think it really struck a chord with all of us because everyone knows Valentine's Day. We all know, okay, yeah, 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 love, blah, 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 blah. But we appreciate, I think, and are naturally drawn to the idea of celebrating our female friends because you know what? Now that I'm thinking about this out loud, Carrie, yes, I really feel like that's something that has become more and more prevalent in the last decade or so, which is stepping up and supporting each other as women and not putting each other down. Because a lot of the, a lot of the Facebook things we follow, the comedian I follow, things like that, it's all about you know don't judge each other. We're all going through struggles. We should be lifting each other up and celebrating each other and not, you know, poking fun or criticizing each other. Well, just to show how much this is more getting to pop culture, this is from two days ago, an article on New York Times. Okay. It says, it's been 10 years since Parks and Recreation introduced the Valentine's Day alternative. Now companies and venues are cashing in on this unofficial holiday. Yes, they are. And, um... So it's talking about an event in New York, Galentine's Day. It's like for sisterhood. And then I just love it because it goes, in that in an episode of season two, the first year, 10 years ago, Leslie gathers her female pals for, for brunch and showers them with gifts. Hand crocheted flower pens, mosaic portraits of each, each guest made <laughs> from the crushed bottles of their favorite diet soda, and a personalized 5,000 word essay on why they're so awesome. Um, but they're just talking about... Um, where Valentine's Day focuses on romance, a holiday that can feel alienating or exclusionary Ooh, for some, yeah. Galentine's festivities offer a more welcoming vibe. Over the last decade, fans of the show have been crafting Galentine's Day celebrations, pulling some elements from the show and creating some of their own. It just talks about like different events that go on and companies coming in and cashing, which, I'm, you know, is it really that different than... than um, our girls at school, they had Valentine's Day parties at school. Like it was a, it's a friend holiday when you're a kid. Sure. So shouldn't it still be kind of a friend holiday when you're an adult? Yes, that's the comic I sent you. I was like, this sounds familiar. Yeah, it, that was actually that was a really cute. Hold on, now I've got to find it again. Um, because yeah, it's turned into this whole, you know, romance thing, and um, which is okay, which is perfectly fine. I'm pulling up that but comic some again. of us are kind of not in that season some of, us of our lives. in that season of our lives. This is true. Oh, here we go. Oh, what is his name? Which, um, just so the whole world knows, yeah, I did bring Amy some cookies. You did. And we Which ate them all. Oh, there's that, one left. There's one left. That's yours. <laughs> Yay. They are already made cookie dough, so I did not okay. actually, I scooped it out of the can or the, the Tupperware container. <laughs> the Tupperware container, yep. And then each one has a minimum of four Valentine's Day M&M's. Oh, that's so sweet. On top. Very nice. So they are very festive. Yeah, no, I had sent you and Amy with two dogs. Um, we tried to get her night. to come. I know, she couldn't come tonight. Um, this uh, Foul Language Comics writes some really <laughs> hilarious stuff. And it was uh, this comic strip where this dad and he does them all ducks where the dad duck is you know talking with the little duck and the little ducks like how come grown-ups don't you know give your give out valentine's day well that's about love well i give them to my friends why don't you give them to your friends and then the last little picture is 
the the adult duck giving his coworker a card, and he's like, what? "Like, what? what is this about?" But it's true. When do we give? When do we stop making it about southern friends and turn it into love? I guess it's a teenage years. Maybe I feel like it wasn't even a big. I feel like in middle school, my middle school did carnations. Yep. But our high school, I don't think we did carnations, we, or did we? Um, we we sold. I just didn't get any. Them. I just didn't get any. Oh, girl, I'm right there with you. Which um, my daughter in her class? Yeah, she got two carnations. I didn't That's even know so the sweet. etiquette of it. I probably should have sent some out to her friends, but um, she came home with two: one from her Girl Scout sisters, and mm-hmm. one. And I knew she was going to get one from a boy in her class because his mom said that he has an older brother, and just every year she would buy them for every girl in his class from him just so no yeah. girls left out and she goes That's her awesome. younger son because my daughter's class is a big class 23 yeah. kids and it's mostly heavy girls. Um, mostly girls yeah. she goes there's a lot more in his class but she said as long as she goes to school with him she will always get at least one so That's no girls so sweet if I had sons, i would definitely be doing that i was like that's so sweet but there was a news story about it where a boy brought to school 170 carnations and gave them one to every girl yes that is so awesome to do you know i just so people don't feel left out yeah you know i had that feeling a lot growing up everyone would be getting all these flowers and cards and stuffed animals and i never really got anything my, I still don't my, really get it. Well, until my senior year, into... I have to assume my boyfriend's senior year got me something, because that was the first year I really had a boyfriend was senior year. But, um, yeah, and it is a little isolating and a little bit putting down. But, I mean, I know that's life. I know we all have to accept that part of life, that sometimes you have someone and sometimes you don't. But it can be a little bit frustrating, even if you don't like Valentine's or believe in Valentine's Day, like me. <laughs> I I think it can be fun, but Brian was not a fan of the holiday, but I don't know if I get married again, I'm going to expect at least something fun. Something fun, yeah. But I also want to, next year we are February 13th. So, yes, next year we're going to celebrate a made it holiday Valentine's Day. I think it's on because it's a leap year this year. Ooh, and it was yeah. Thir- and it was Thursday this year, yeah. so yes, we are going to have Saturday brunch next year. But we have to leave the kids at home. We'll leave the kids at home. We'll have our we went out with my daughter this morning, and she was... She did fine. She, she wouldn't let me talk to you. I she know. had to monopolize. It's like, Amy's my friend. I agree. It's a, it's all okay. It's all good. So but at the same time, it's cool that, like, you know, our daughters have female... Because I feel like most of our friends have female yeah. children. Yeah. A lot of them do. I don't know. I feel like I was going to make another gal. Oh, the other point I want to make that's kind of funny about Valentine's Day yeah. is it runs the same vein as the festival. Yes, I was thinking that exact same Another, thing. which I, I don't have a poll. Maybe someday I'll get the poll, but I always on my blog do my airing of grievances. Airing of grievances. That's the only Festivus observation. So Festivus was actually created, I think, it was either 1965 because one of the writers of the show, his dad created the holiday. That's right. You mentioned that. And he was kind of talking about it. And the producer heard about it. He's like, oh, you have to put that in the episode. And he was saying Which, that some of the best stuff in their show yeah. came off Personal of stuff. Because he goes, yeah. you could sit around a room and you can't come up with Festivus. Like, no. it has to. 
It's pretty. It it is, and that, where that's Valentine's Day I think wasn't based. It was no, admin, I'm sure. That's where you can see where that's, that's more admin. But I just think that's just how I, I mean, hilariously great that they came up with something. So, you know, like that. holidays have been created throughout history, but right? TV is creating. Yes. So that actually brings us to. So I had to research the history of Valentine's Day because that's who Boo. I am. I research. No, I'm just kind of more of a meh about Valentine's Day. I right am now. too. So first, let me just give you the rundown. This is interesting statistics and stuff. You know me. This I have is to all research. You. Yep. So I'm just like I brought the cookies. And you brought the cookies, which and I, I need put to... the Valentine's Day meme I on would my face. Eat my last cookie, except it'll crunch too loudly in the microphone. So I'll eat it afterwards. I'll, that'll be my post microphone treat. Um, so originally it was a Roman, uh, February was a Roman festival of fertility and there were all sorts of things that went along with that. And of course the Catholic church, like it did with every other holiday that was pagan, started to suck it in and incorporate it into a church holiday. And which, so, which, right. There's two St. Valentine's by the way, which is totally I did not know that, yeah. but I do know, I got to find it. The one Brian would put on Facebook every year. Oh, now I gotta find it. I'm not prepared for this. Oh no! You didn't prepare for it. Oh yes. Oh, someone else shared that one with me. I think I know what you're going with. You probably do. Yeah. Um, While you're looking for it, I'll say this. So, Saint Valentine's Day, the Catholic Church kind of absorbed it as early as the fifth century, which is just crazy to me. Um, by the 1300s, it became a celebration of love. The first Valentine's Day cards were as far back, or, or card, handmade cards and letters were as far back as the 1600s, which just blows my mind at how old this holiday is. Quite honestly, it seems to be a little bit older than Christmas, although we'll have to check ourselves on that one. Um, the first mass-produced cards in the United States were in the 1840s. So we're talking pre-Civil War era, which actually I think I've seen pictures of cards from pre-Civil War era. Um, so here's some fun statistics. One billion Christmas cards are, ex Christmas cards, Valentine's Day cards are exchanged each year. Christmas is the only more popular card I was going to say, mm -hmm. what, what, how does that correlate? Yeah. I don't know what the numbers are on Christmas, but one billion uh, Valentine's Day cards. There are 220 million roses purchased for Valentine's Day each year. That to me, I just can't fathom the sheer volume and where all these roses come from. But yeah, people feel down about it, but think of all the positivity that's spread on that. Sure. Uh, we can, yeah. What do you, how much do you think people collectively, how much do you think is spent each year on Valentine's Day? A hundred billion. <laughs> 20 billion dollars. I'm thinking one billion in cards. Mm. Okay. I found the billion. meme. Okay. It has St. Valentine. It just says, roses are red, violets are blue. I was beaten with clubs, beheaded, buried under the cover of darkness, disinterred by my followers, and you commemorate my martyrdom by sending each other chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> Brian would post that on Facebook every year. He, he didn't like Valentine's Day very much. <laughs> no, not really. You know, honestly, there's, and I kind of, you know... I, I pulled the wrong crowd because I was talking with my video game guild last night and a little bit this morning about Valentine's Day. And the majority of them are like, yeah, no, not, not interested. And a lot of them have girlfriends, wives, whatever. Um, yeah, 
they they're just like how do the girlfriends and wives feel about that (laughs) well you know as someone who's been married and had boyfriends I understand that it's not as sentimental to them than it would be to a woman for some reason because we like to feel loved and appreciated and cherished and I, I maybe I'm biased here I don't feel like men need that as much no, I can see that. Yeah. No, they like, I think men, I could be wrong here. Or maybe it's because Brian's love language was acts of service. So, like, okay. when I'd be in New York and I'd come to Maine for the weekend, he would be the one ahead of time checking all the fluid in my car yeah. and be like, your car's all set. He wanted to be adored for that. And if I wrote on Facebook about how wonderful he was for mm-hmm. doing that, that would make him swoon. Yes. It's publicly recognized, telling people how awesome and thoughtful he was to me. Did I tell this to you? Okay, this might be sidetracking a little bit. Did I tell this to you or did I tell this to a friend of mine? Um, One of the things... Oh, yeah, no. This was one of my game friends. One of the things... Because I I am a... um, When you talk about love languages and whatnot, I have two. One is acts of service, but the other is words of affirmation. And one of the things that just absolutely makes me swoon is when my partner is bragging about me or saying something good about me to someone else and they don't realize I'm listening in. That is just like, oh my gosh. Not only are they recognizing my worth or what the, this wonderful thing that I've done, but they're sharing that with someone else because it means something are to them. Are you down in your notes that we should do an episode on the love language? Episode on the love languages. We are so doing that because, I, you know what, I bet a lot of our audience hasn't heard of that. and But a lot of them probably have. A lot of them probably have, but it's a game changer when you understand your love language. Not, not just partners, I'm going to have to too. reread it. I have the book. I read it I'm after Brian died, though, but... I feel like off the top of my head, I'm more of either acts of service or words of affirmation. Yeah. Because I'm very verbal and the Virgo, I'm a double Virgo and Virgos like to serve. And it's also important to know your children's love languages so that you can reinforce them and, um, my daughter definitely has physical because she likes to hug. She's very touchy. Same way. She loves physical and joy. It's words of affirmation for sure. Maddie would be a combination. I think words of affirmation and physical. Yeah. Because Maddie will, when I was t- how I was telling you, I went to my first ever bar class, feeling muscles. Yes, which is awesome. I still want to join you. Well, it's like bar, but it also had like some yoga and Pilates. But you're working muscles you didn't know you I'm had. So I'm sitting there like, I'm going to die. And Maddie was off to the side playing. And then I heard her say, Mommy, I love you. And I'm Aww. like, oh. I just think that's so awesome. She's a very loving kid. Um, So, yeah, love languages. That's going to be a big one. Now, how did we get into that conversation? Okay, I'm backtracking, I'm backtracking, I'm thinking women, about... Women, you are saying men... Oh, yeah, men... Usually don't need the yes. adoring that women do. Yes. And I could see it originating, like, in high school. You so, want everybody to know who you're dating and what right. their boyfriend did for them. Exactly. So, so I didn't have a boyfriend off. in high school. Yeah. Shocker. No. Um, I did not have a boyfriend till well into college. So, yeah, for me, Valentine's Day... And one of my friends said this to me, I think it was a couple days ago... You know, why do I need a special day to show appreciation and love when I do that all year round in special ways, in random ways, on days she's I not expecting I used to it. feel that way, but after Brian died, I feel like life's meant to get excited about things. Like, so you'd like the special, uh, uh, this isn't the right terminology, speciality of the day. Well, it's just, yeah, 
You love each other every day. You should. Yeah. But every day is every day. Why can't it's you just true. take that one day to have extra, a little extra fun with it? Exactly. And it I'm doesn't okay have to be a horrible box of cheap chocolates or, you know, like right. it could be something just like one time I made my ex-boyfriend, I actually made a book. Oh, like a I got to get back into book like book book. book. I got to get back into like book binding and stuff. You did bookbinding? Not well, but okay. I took a college class called, it was between my junior and senior year, called Illuminated Autobiography. Huh. University of Southern Maine had what was called the core program. Where okay, yeah, yeah. I, I tested out of A, well, not tested out, I just my high school classes, I did, A and B was kind of a remedial, C was college writing, D was math, E was literature. Like you had, it was letters that went, I culminated in K, I think. Other times, other cultures was I. Like one of them was like a fine, each letter was like a different. Okay. One of them was science, which yeah. I took oceanography, because you can do that in the coast of Maine. Okay. It's how I got exposed to classical music, because I took cool. um, music appreciation through history, yep. and I had to go to three different concerts. You couldn't go to, like, a rock concert. That was the only rule. You could, she said you could go to What's a... What's wrong with a rock concert? She wanted people, I think, to learn about the history. She goes, you could go to... I'll accept a third grade chorus concert, but I won't accept a rock concert. But I went to... It was actually a great class, because I went to... a. Our professor had to cancel class. She was in the Portland Symphony Orchestra, but she said if we went to their rehearsal, that would count as oh, a concert. Cool. We had to, like, say, talk what we learned. Sure. One time we had class and it was a snow day, but they it was a night class. They cleaned it up and the um, Atlantic Chamber Orchestra didn't sell enough tickets. It was a Valentine's concert mm -hmm. and they gave like a $10 oh, discount. Neat. It would be only $10 if she yeah. sent students and that counted. So I got to see That's neat. music that, it opened my eyes. I didn't grow up in a musical family. Right. Um, but the it culminated in a class, a core class that was taught by two different professors. Mine was taught by an English professor and an art professor. And we had to write, like, an autobiography. So the art professor kind of taught us the drawing and the book binding, okay. and the English Neat. professor was more about the book. Sounds very humanitas you carry. Yeah, very much so. Um, humanitas was a program, Amy, and I went to high school that was, yep. like, art, music, mentioned it, I think, history, before. and English yeah. combined. And it was, I did a book on my semester in England, because this was about a year after. Mm -hmm. It was still fresh in my head. Yeah. And it was like an intensive three-week summer course. So I learned how to do some bookbinding through that. That's neat. And I made my ex-boyfriend a book on all the reasons why I loved him. Oh, really? So, <laughs> so, so here's the question. He's my ex. Ha, ha, I don't remember what I wrote in the book. What was I going to say? He um, kept the book. How do you feel in hindsight having done that for him? At the time, I really loved him, or I thought I loved him. It yeah. was sweet. I yeah. don't know. Okay. I mean, it was a period of my life, and that's how I felt at that time. I feel like his present wasn't as exciting, though. See, I'm a very creative type, so yeah, I know I can pull off something really cool and creative. I'm fine with something interesting. Like, take me to some interesting place and get me tacos. Like, that. <laughs> I don't need, like, chocolates. I do like flowers. I don't eat chocolates. Give me a nice dinner somewhere. It doesn't have to be steak. It could be tacos. And could be tacos. Which margaritas is coming to Ellsworth? Yes. The new Mexican restaurant. I'm excited Yay. about that. Yay. So, T 
tangents. We always talk we about tangents. We always talk about tangents. So we know how we feel about Valentine's Day. And obviously in our situations currently, Valentine's is a little awkward for us anyway. So we're going to choose to celebrate Valentine's Day from now on. Well, we're going to celebrate Valentine's Day anyway. Yep. As Leslie Nope said, it should be a national holiday. Yes, I agree with that. And maybe next year, maybe I won't be single. Maybe I will. I don't know. Who knows in this day and age. We don't, we don't know I'm what's next. I'm trying not to be discouraged. You know, I don't think we have any reason to be discouraged. I think I know, what we I deserve will come. But I need an intelligent, emotionally stable, and mature man. And if any of our listeners know a stable, <laughs> emotionally intelligent man for Carrie, where, did, where can they get hold of you? At... <laughs> Zenial Mom Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Zenial Mom Pod at no, I'm, I'm screwed. We're not even. We're not even like drinking tonight. Well, I have I diet started. soda. <laughs> I have go. diet soda. Go go go. Where can they find you on Facebook and Instagram at Zenial Mom Podcast? Zenial Mom Pod on Twitter, or you can email us old school at Zenial Mom Podcast at Gmail dot com. Yep, and I think we better wrap up now that we've. And Scott Holmes, we really wish you had a wonderful, exactly wonderful Valentine's Day. Exactly. So we're gonna listen to his "Reach for Success" on the way out, right? Yes. Okay. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.